Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. I am excited, like I always am, to be on this program with you here today. This is not an interview show. I will be diving into a truth um, that I love. That I've this is something that I've lived out and walked through. Um, I wrote about it in my book, Immersed in His Glory. There'll be a little bit more information about that at the end of this show. But I want to dive right in here. Um, the name of today's show is Holy Hunger, and I want to read a scripture, Luke 621, out of the Passion Translation. And it goes like this: How filled you become when you are consumed with hunger and desire, for you will be completely satisfied. Okay, I just love the way the Passion Translation puts it. And the one reason why I open up with the scripture is just because there's so many people now in the body of Christ, specifically teaching certain doctrines. I don't want to dive into every little detail here, but they're teaching that spiritual hunger is no longer relevant in the new covenant. And a lot of the times they use certain scriptures, um, specifically John 4, verse 14, um, when it talks about the Samaritan woman at the well, and they use the scripture, but whoever drinks of this water that I will give him shall never thirst again, but the water that I give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. They use that scripture to say, see, there's no more hunger. We're now completely satisfied because of Jesus, because of the new covenant. And I love the heart behind it because they they, they want to teach against lack. They want to teach against this religious mentality of separation and distance from God and lack in the spirit. But at the same time, this also is out of context. We need to rightly define spiritual hunger and we need to give it right context here in the word of God. And so this scripture is not saying that, you know, um, now because of Jesus, we no longer hunger or thirst because you know, we'll never thirst again. This here is saying something completely different. This woman was a, she married five. She had five husbands. Okay. So she was promiscuous and she was always going to this. Well, she was never satisfied in her life. Just like sin. We try over and over, you know, we try to satisfy ourselves in so many ways. We try money. We try drugs. We try, you know, relationships. We try everything to satisfy ourselves. But until you drink of Jesus, until you experience Jesus, then you are truly satisfied. You realize why you were born. You were created for relationship with God. When we were created with, with we were created by God in his infinite hand to have relationship with him. And we're just, we're, we're, we're incomplete and we're left with this sadness or this emptiness until we come into a relationship with him and we realize this is what I was born for. This is what I was made for. So Jesus isn't saying that you'll never hunger for me again now that you've you know drank it of me and now that you've experienced me. He's saying like you're, you're no longer going to be satisfied with the things of this world because you found what your heart was truly longing for. And I get it. I've been to a lot of meetings where a lot of religious things were taking place. or there's a lot of striving and a lot of condemnation and very little revelation of grace. And this is something that I really want to hammer and talk about because I know a lot of you guys are struggling with this yourselves, but I've been to meetings where literally the minister will get on stage and he has a microphone and he's saying, we got to get hungry for God. Cry out, cry out, cry out. And he literally leads everybody in this like crying out to God, striving, kind of get hungry, get hungry, get hungry. Okay, well, you can't get hungry for God in and of yourself, okay? And also, you can't crave something you've never tasted before. All right, I like Chick-fil-A because I've eaten it and it's good. 
Okay, I've tasted and seen that Chick-fil-A is good. That's the reason why I like it. Now, when I'm hungry, I crave chicken tenders and fries and a sweet tea. You know, but I if you try to bring some kind of duck meal or some kind of salad to me that I've never had before, I'm never going to I'm not going to crave that because I've never had it before. I don't know what it tastes like. I don't know the ingredients. But once you start explaining to me what the ingredients are and you start talking to me a little bit about it and bringing some explanation, then I will begin to crave that thing because, oh, wow, I love that seasoning or, oh, I love that. I'm, I'm glad you incorporated that. And, oh, I might actually like this now that you're explaining it. And as ministers of the gospel, we are called to be ministers of eternal life. We are called to make people salivate, to make people hunger for Jesus because of our life, because of our, not only just our words, but because of how we live our life. I really want people to, when they, when they leave my presence to say, what is with that guy? There's something different about that guy. There's, there's light in his eyes. There's joy in his heart. The way he talks about Jesus, it's not dead. It's not dry. There's life behind it. And I would talk to some friends of mine about the Lord. When I first encountered God and things were changing in my life, I would go and spend time with my old buddies that are atheists and agnostic. And I would tell them about Jesus and my encounter with the Lord. And they would literally be like, man, this does not make sense in my brain. Everything you're saying sounds ridiculous and ludicrous to my brain. But there's something in my heart saying, wow, there's some kind of truth to this or wow, I might need what you have. I, I, I want what you have because I see the fruit. I see the positivity. I see the, the genuine, authentic changes that are taking place in your life. And there's something spiritual about it. There's an energy about you that, that, that is like just confirming to me and testifying of the reality of what you are saying to me. And so you can't crave something you've never tried, but at the same time, like we are ministers of this gospel. We are the ones that are, that are, that are to, to make people hunger for what we have. All right. And even as believers, not, not talking about people that don't believe or have faith, but as believers, there is a place for hunger, for spiritual hunger. Um, there's something that I wrote about in my book. It's called the cycle of hunger. And I absolutely love this. I'm just going to read a section or a portion here from my book, but it says, an amazing cycle occurs in the spiritual realm. God gives us hunger as a gift. And I want to just say this. I was never, I would, I would not be able to hunger for God without God. Meaning when I first, you know, as, as an unbeliever wanting nothing to do with the Lord. And when I went in my room and I prayed and I cried out and I opened up my Bible and I encountered Jesus for the first time before that happened, I had a desire or a hunger to open up the word of God to seek answers and that hunger did not come from me. That hunger came from God. So he supplies the hunger. We cannot manufacture hunger. We cannot manufacture desire. It is the Holy Spirit wooing us, drawing us to himself. And so God gives us hunger as a gift. And then we respond. And this hunger compels us to seek him diligently. Okay. And then that results in satisfaction and fulfillment because hunger, when you hunger, you find and you receive that satisfaction. But along with that satisfaction comes more hunger because it was just way too good that you'd be crazy not to want more. Just like I was saying earlier, hey, the first time you have Chick-fil-A or the first time you have a meal that you really, really love, you'd be crazy not to want to go back tomorrow because you just enjoyed it that much. And so you were hungry, you were satisfied, and because it was that good, you just had to go back for more. So there's more hunger that grows out of satisfaction. 
And along with your fresh hunger comes an even deeper level of satisfaction and pleasure. And I want to read this. And the cycle goes on and on. But I want to read this quote from Mike Bickle, the founder of the International House of Prayer in Kansas City. The creator places longings within us, which can be only answered by him and in him. He then answers the longings in part, giving us just enough satisfaction to sustain us in the pursuit and leaving just enough of an ache to keep us on the journey. The nature of being wooed demands an ebb and flow of desire and satisfaction. That's powerful. But also just listen, spiritual hunger is just it's an escort that takes us into the deep things of God on the other side of your hunger is a divine encounter. It is an encounter with him. It is understanding. It is wisdom. It is revelation. It is the things that you are craving. I'm telling Jesus said, seek and you'll find ask and you'll receive knock and the door is going to be open wide to you. He, he wouldn't ask you to seek if he wasn't planning on responding and pouring out everything that you are longing for and asking for. But you know, even when you read the word, the word puts hunger in your heart. When you when you when the apostle Paul talks about living with patience and living with peace and and loving your brother and preaching the gospel, it's supposed to instill a hunger in us to say if if the apostle Paul can live this way, if the first church can turn the world upside down, if Jesus can walk in miracles, if the first church can walk in miracles, why not? Me. It's supposed to deposit that same hunger on the inside of you. And why? Just to leave you hungry, just always seeking for, oh, I'm, I'm hungry and I'm never being satisfied. No, that hunger is supposed to drive you to prayer, drive you to um, just begin to seek these things out in your daily life, to begin to walk them out and flesh them out in your daily life. I had a friend of mine who would always say to me, he would say, man, I'm just, I'm always hungry, but I'm just never being fulfilled and satisfied. And I'll just read my Bible and I'll be there and I'll just be so hungry for God. But I just feel like he's not answering me like I want him to. Well, I said to him in that moment, I remember it was, I, I actually, you know, I learned in that moment when the Holy Spirit, you know, when you just start talking and the Holy Spirit just begins to speak through you and you're like, wow, I never thought of that before. Or, wow. I can't believe I just said that. That was actually the Lord teaching me something through my own lips. But it was, I remember saying to him, listen, man, you have this separation complex and mentality. There were, there, you know, if, if the Holy Spirit wasn't inside of you, you would never hunger for God. Meaning, and the Holy Spirit would never do this, but let's say the Holy Spirit said, you know, I'm, I'm done with the world and he just lifted his presence and his power from the earth. Not one human being would hunger for God. Not one human being would want to live righteously. Not one human being would love their brother. The Spirit's presence in us and in this world is the only reason why there's love, there's joy, there's peace, there's patience, there's any kind of hunger or desire for righteousness in life in this earth. And so I told him, man, the fact that you're hungering for God is proof that the spirit of the Lord is in you, hungering for you, hungering for your attention, your affection, you know, hungering for time with you. It's him. You're feeling his hunger. So there's a oneness. There's an intimacy there that if you just put your mind in that place, you'll begin to experience more satisfaction and fulfillment because you know it's him producing that on the inside of you. And I want to I want to just say this here that the deceiver, the devil, he has deceived, he has duped the church into believing the lie of lack and distance and separation. And what I mean by that is Jesus has provided everything for us. We do not lack a thing. Jesus lives inside of us through the Holy Spirit. 
We are one with him. Those who join with the Lord are one spirit with the Lord. It says in 1 Corinthians 6, 17. So we are now one. We are not separated from him. He's not in the clouds and we're down here on earth. And we've received a inheritance that we didn't pay for, that Jesus paid for, rich inheritance by grace. And we receive this inheritance through faith. And there's scriptures that say we've received his fullness and grace upon grace. And that the spirit, that Jesus gives the spirit without measure and there's scriptures that say that we've been plugged into oneness that the fullness of the deity dwells in us and all these scriptures that 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 declare of no merit of our own we've received grace we've received we've been brought back into relationship with god and there's no lack whatsoever and the enemy wants us to believe that there's lack that we need to strive that we need to do uh you know get on this hamster wheel and do five things before god will pour out blessing and love and grace in our lives but that is absolutely a lie and this is that's the root of religion and that's where a lot of people talk about hunger you got to get you got to get hungry it's like they're talking about like you got to get hungry for god like he's far away and distant and he's not one with you and and that's why a lot of people are preaching there's no more hunger um in the new covenant but we have to see hunger in the proper light and from a new covenant perspective that we've received everything in christ And now we are hungering to experience all that we have, to walk in all that we have, that we've received blessing upon blessing, that we are blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, it says in Ephesians chapter one. And yes, we have all these blessings and I'm not okay with just talking about it. I want to live it. That's where that hunger comes into play. I have every spiritual blessing, but I'm hungry and I desire and I long to experience it. I won't be okay with living a life just with knowledge of these things. I want to walk them out in my everyday life. And you need grace for that. And you need to walk with the Lord and spend time with him in prayer and commune and worship and be with him to really um, see this fleshed out in your everyday life, but we are not taking hunger away and we're not making hunger the biggest thing in the world either. It's this beautiful cycle in the spirit realm where God gives you hunger as a gift and you seek God because of that. And then he satisfies you and gives you so much joy and fulfillment out of it. And then because it was so amazing and so great and there's so much power, you hunger for more to experience more. It's this back and forth ebb and flow cycle. And before we end this broadcast, I just want to say, I want to give you one principle here. And I heard this actually from an amazing man of God, um, John Bevere, who's a traveling minister. I read it in his book um, that was published a while ago. Um, Oh man, the name of the book, Drawing Near. It's called Drawing Near by John Bevere. But he said this, whatever you feed on, you will hunger for. And if you're feeding, and there's nothing wrong with these things, but if you're binging on Netflix, which I do with my wife, okay, so I'm not preaching against these things, but if you're constantly on Netflix, or you're constantly on YouTube watching videos, or you're constantly playing video games, you're constantly working, or whatever it may be, because you're feeding on those things continually, that's what you will hunger for. Whenever you have a spare moment, that's the thing that you're going to turn to, okay? It's just what's on your mind, it's what you've been feeding on, so it's... It's just what you're drawn to and what you desire to do. But when you feed yourself on the word of God, when you pull aside and let's say, I'm going to wake up an hour earlier, which is what I've been doing. I've been waking up an hour earlier and man, I'm tired sometimes, but I've been getting myself to the house of prayer and I've been spending time in the presence of the Lord because my life's busy and I've got a lot of responsibilities and I work a lot of hours and I do a lot. And so I need to get filled up in the morning, spend my time with the Lord, spend my time in the word. And then also throughout the day in my car, I'm doing the same thing. But 
you know, and then I come home and I watch movies with my wife and we do other things. So I'm not against those things. But what if you feed yourself on the word and you spend time with the Lord and you worship and you pray because you're feeding on those things, you will desire that time. You'll literally say, man, I missed my time with the Lord today. Like I'm, I miss it. I miss it. And you know, it's, I've heard Joseph Prince say when, if you haven't read your Bible for the day, he said, you shouldn't feel condemned. You should feel hungry. And it's just like, man, I miss that time with you. I don't feel condemned. I don't feel bad. You know, I'm not beating myself up at the fact that I haven't, you know, read my Bible or prayed or went to church this week or whatever I didn't do, but I, I miss it. I, I really want it in my life again. It was so enriching. It was so satisfying. It was so life-giving, so powerful in my life that I, I, I want those things. And so feed yourself on the right things this year. Get yourself in the word. Get yourself books that glorify Jesus that will help you in your spiritual walk. You know, go to the house of prayer if there's one nearby you. Um, spend time the worship Lord in the car when instead of listening to a podcast and, you know, listen, listen to podcasts that'll point you to Jesus. But at the same time, like put on some worship music and worship while you're in the car. And I just, I'm encouraging you that because I know this is important to me and this is so key in terms of walking out this life with the Lord. But I just want to bless you guys. Let me just end this in prayer. Lord, I just thank you right now that there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And I just thank you, Lord, for your grace and for your mercy. And I just pray that unhealthy addictions would be broken off of people's lives right now, that their their cravings for things that you do not want for them. I pray that that, that, that craving or that hunger would be broken off and that they would literally see you and your beauty and your glory and your magnificence and they would they would crave time with you they would want to spend time with you they would desire that and long for that more than anything else and i just pray lord that you would just immerse them baptize them reveal your son to them and i just thank you lord that you're just igniting their heart you're awakening their hearts to see you in your beauty and not only to see you but to see themselves in you how you created them how you made them their calling their destiny their identity and i just thank you for that heavenly father and I just bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. And thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast today. Review this podcast. Um, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, on Charisma, on Spotify, wherever podcasts are listened to. And thank you so much. And stay tuned here for a uh, 30 second commercial here for my book, Immersed in His Glory. Um, you can go to www.lifeportoutintl.org. Go to Amazon, anywhere books are sold. But tune in. But until next time, I'll see you guys. Bless you. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know Him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter his presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, visions encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to 
Be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org. LifePortOutintl.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audiobook is available as well on Amazon.com, as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com. And so, bless you guys. Grab a copy of Immersed in His Glory. Thank you.